Portions of the day's programming are reproduced by means of electrical transcriptions or tape recordings. Time for school. Rock school with your hosts, Dr. Joe Burns. No, don't, don't go stand in front of Congress and talk about rising ticket prices when you were the first one to go into triple digits. Uh-uh. Class is in. This is the Rock School Radio Show. Should be the sick show because you're sick, I'm sick. Yeah. I was, you know, I'm better from this weekend. At least I'm vertical right now. <laughs> and you've been sick for I don't know how many weeks. Yeah, so, but we're, but we're up, we're moving, we're going to do a Rock School Radio Show for you. So, Monique, mm-hmm. you used to go to all kinds of concerts when you were younger. I used to go to all kinds of concerts when I was younger. Mm-hmm. Are concerts to you now sort of a, a special thing that you go to once in a while? Oh, absolutely. Why? It has to be someone that I haven't seen or somebody that's one of my favorites. Okay, so it's it's a choice of artist. It has nothing to do with ticket prices. Oh, no. Ticket prices are kind of right. insane. Like, there's a couple that I would like to have seen. I would love to have seen Elton John a couple of years ago. But he wanted, ago. I know it was $150 a ticket oh, at yeah. least. There was no way I could pay that. Right. And if you get the Ticketmaster fees on top of that, all of a sudden, it, it's insane. My daughter wanted to go see Bruno Mars. And it would have been $400 to take the four of us to go see Bruno Mars. And I'm afraid if I'm going to spend $400, mm-hmm. you know, you better set me right up on the stage and Bruno better offer to let me play a song or two. <laughs> That's too much money. Katy Perry would have been closer to five for the four of us. Oh, yeah. And it's I would have paid for Katy Perry. Oh, would you? Oh, see, yeah. I, I wouldn't walk across the street, but my daughter absolutely adores her. So... I ran across a really neat site that was talking about what it cost to go see the famous artists of today mm-hmm. back when they were just getting started. And oh. that sort of blossomed into the question of why have ticket prices gone through the roof? For example, Three Dog Night. On their album, 1969 album, mm-hmm. captured live at the forum, there's a quip where they're sort of yelling at the people in the balcony, they state, you should have bought the $5.50 tickets to sit up front. What? $5.50 to sit up front. That's insane. Now, if you go to a you know, a calculator mm-hmm. that takes into account inflation and such, right. that $5.50 ticket in 2011 should cost you somewhere around $28.29. Okay, that's that makes what it sense. should cost you. I'd pay but that. But to go see Three Dog Night would probably cost you somewhere in the forty-five to sixty-dollar range. Then the fees begin to add up. Mm-hmm. You said that your parents were going to go to something that's a, a car show or right, something. Right, cruising the coast. ZZ Top is going to play. Yeah, well, it's a, it's right after that, but it was eighty dollars a ticket. My dad's like, yeah, I'm not going to pay that. That's not a lot. No, not really. No, that's actually not a lot. So for today, we're going to talk about. 
concert tickets, what they used to cost, what they cost now, how much they should cost, and why the tickets have gone through the roof. I have about six or seven reasons given both by the industry and the artists as to why these things went through the roof. Yeah, what are all these fees that we're paying? Where right. do they go? All of that. Now, if you went to see Tom Petty today, the tickets would be somewhere around 80 bucks. Mm-hmm. If you went to see Tom Petty back in 1982, $11.25. Doesn't that hurt? You got lucky. Yeah. It's Tom Petty on Rock School. out of Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers. I should have mentioned this in the first break, by the way. We have a brand new affiliate. Oh. I believe this is the second show that they are running. And in the first and second break, we'll say hello to them and tell you all about where they are located. Now, from Layla's Classic Rock blog spot, which is where I got most of these prices. Okay. I'm not just taking her word for it. She had the tickets from when she went. 1975 to see Aerosmith, (gasps) $6.75. 1976 to see Boston, $9.75. 1977 to see David Bowie, $9.50. 1981 to see Van Halen, $9.75. And in, ten, in uh, 1981 to see The Who, 10 bucks. That's insane. And what does it cost today? It's, uh, it's absurd. Exactly. It, it's ridiculous. To see the Rolling Stones on their last tour at the O2 Arena. Now, understand, this is their 50th tour, and I'm really taking a band that represents the reprehensible, you pay what we want, and that's all there is to it, drop dead. Right. Right? But to see the Rolling Stones on their last O2 Arena tour, the cheapest ticket was 109 pounds, which translates out to $177. Oh, wow. That's the cheapest sit way in the nosebleed section behind a pole, tough luck pal. Right. You can see the little dots on stage. Right. The Rolling Stones are <laughs> this tall. How about that? The most expensive was 406 pounds. If you want to know, that's $660. Then again, if you wanted to get into the tongue pit... Mm-hmm. That's the VIP where you get to go backstage, oh. stare at the Rolling Stones. I guess one of them would say hi to you, but mm-hmm. you get food and all of that. And you're right up front. You're in the, the section where you're close enough to see if Mick is wearing slip-ons or sneakers, <laughs> right? 1,140 pounds or $1,852. Wow. Gosh. That's one ticket. Right. For comparison, the band that followed the Stones to the O2 Arena was Alice Cooper. Mm-hmm. Tickets for his show were forty-two pounds or sixty-eight dollars. Just insane. a little different. See, but it's the Rolling Stones; they can do what they want. And again, I'm really using the outermost yeah. of that. I don't even think the Who could do this. I don't think the Who could say, I agree with that. "We're going to charge an absurd amount of money, and if you don't want to see us, you know, go jump in a lake." But the Rolling Stones can do it. For further comparison. Alice Cooper said that the most amount of money he ever paid for a show, and he does make the statement that, hey, look, once I got into the business, I never paid for a show again. I just simply went, and as part of being a musician, I get to see shows. But the most amount of money he ever paid for a show was $5. If you adjusted it for inflation, the ticket that he spent $5 for today should have cost him $36.45. $36.45. And by the way, it was the Rolling Stones that oh, he saw so funny. for $5. So 
Again, why? Why is it going? Ticket prices have risen so much higher than overall consumer price inflation. Mm-hmm. But sales are down, tickets are up. What What's driving this? And why do we as a consumer public continue to pay it right you made the statement i think it was the jonas brothers you said right i would have paid anything to see them you know i get the feeling if we as a consumer <laughs> public instead of saying i would pay anything if we would say i'm not paying that right they wouldn't charge it and it was more it was for someone right just so that i could be you know the greatest nanny in the world uh, i think if we said no more often the ticket prices would dive yeah, it really I, would. I think that's where they make a lot of their money. I think it is, too. In fact, I know it is. In fact, we'll start to get to it after this. Rolling Stones, Doom and Gloom. You heard this one on the tour. If you spent too much money to go see the Stones. Yeah, here on Rockstar. Rolling Stones for a whole bunch of money. In case you're wondering, 1978, Rolling Stones, $12.50. It's from Layla's Classic Rock blog spot. And again, she has the ticket. Mm-hmm. Uh, da, 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 da. Def Leppard, 1984, $13. Bucks. 1988, Michael Jackson, $31.50. That was Michael Jackson. That was Michael Jackson. Uh, da, 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 da. 2003, Bob Dylan, $70. Yeah. Okay. 1981, Bruce Springsteen, $12.50. <gasps> I know. Doesn't that make you make you want to cry? That's There's actually insane. a Bruce Springsteen index showing how his ticket prices have jumped. So huh. here's some information about touring and ticket sales and things like that. The average cost, some of it's a little old, but still useful. The average cost for a concert ticket in 2009 was $46.69. That was up 4.6% over the year before, again, doubling consumer price index amounts mm-hmm. rising. That's 7% higher than 2000. So in nine years, it jumped 7%. Again, more than. Right. The average price for a ticket in 2013, $70.91. Now that's the ticket. Right. Then Ticketmaster gets a hold of it and fee, 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 fee. Mm-hmm. If you want to hear all about Ticketmaster and what all the fees are and how they add up, we did an entire show on Ticketmaster and we explain every fee down to the penny. Go to kslu.org. You'll see the Rock School chalkboard. Click on it. There's an episodes page. Every single show we've ever done, just simply look for the Ticketmaster show and it breaks them down piece by piece. But we care about uh, the cost of concert tickets right now. Says here, around 10.9 million tickets were sold during the first half of this year. Okay? 10.9 million tickets were sold during the first half of this year, down 15.5% from the 12.9 million tickets sold in the first six months of last year. Gross sales also decreased 508.2 million from the 579.3 million from the first half of last year. Said Gary. Man, what a last name. Bongiovanni, Polestar Editor-in-Chief, says here there has already been a 6% decline in ticket sales already this year. Really? It has to be the concept of the economy. Mm-hmm. It's slowly but surely coming back. We're not on a decline anymore. Right. But like I asked you in the very first break, 
are you not going to concerts because you don't want to see the bands or are you not going to concerts because it's physically been priced out of the range of a blue collar worker mm-hmm. now i as much as i'd like to see one or two bands if if the ticket prices were less i would go see a band once a month Oh, yeah. Or maybe twice a month, which is what I used to do before mm-hmm. kids, you know, PK, pre-kids. <laughs> My wife and I would see a band once a month. We'd see a band once every other month or, or twice a month. Mm-hmm. Uh, now we go to a concert four times a year. Oh, it's, it's more than it's, I do. <laughs> it's that much money. Right. And we don't have that kind of cost. Now, if the ticket prices were cut in half. Mm-hmm. We'd probably go eight or ten times a year. Mm-hmm. So we're finally going to get into it after this. Why? Why so much cash? I don't know. What I have here are three or four suggestions from people. Okay. Both artists, reporters, people in the industry. They're all blaming each other, but we'll see (laughs) what happens. So, talked about Alice Cooper. Remember all that? Yep, school's out. Right here, Rock School. All right, first break here on Rock School. And why are ticket prices going up? And again, not just defeating consumer price indexes. I mean, way up above them. If Mm -hmm. you do a quick search on on Google, you'll find easily charts that show here's how consumer price index goes up. And it's inflation. It's going to happen. Right. But ticket prices are bang through the roof. Okay. The research I found said there were two main reasons, and this is from reporters. Number one, money made from recorded music has dropped dramatically. People are just stealing it. Absolutely. Now, I agree what's going to happen is a lot of people are going to say, well, no, if you give your music away, people buy it. That's a flat out lie. Yep. It's a lie, and it's, <laughs> it's told again and again so people can continue to grab you know, music. Mm-hmm. It's a flat out lie. Mm-hmm. It, it really is. And especially because you can now download music song to song. You're not buying the album. You're right. buying one or two songs, but you're not buying the album. Mm-hmm. It's it's just not true. So Forbes magazine also states that for the past four years, performers have made the bulk of their money touring rather than from music sales. However, and you think to yourself, okay, tour, go get up on the stage, play. Mm-hmm. The problem is the shows are not just five guys up on a platform playing the music. Mm -hmm. You would think that, well, if I'm going to make the most amount touring, great, just bring it along, set the amplifiers up and play. That's not what's happening. The shows are becoming more and more and more elaborate. Think Lady Gaga with her huge mechanical puppets pink with her full Cirque du Soleil stage show, mm-hmm. Muse with flying saucers and huge light sections that oh, yeah. move around them, Katy Perry with a full mystical land, oh, yeah. you, know, you two with God knows what. You know, <laughs> I would love them. to see Katy Perry or Britney Spears because of all the stuff they put right. into their show. Right. Cher doesn't tour anymore because the stage has become so absurd. Now she's just located in Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. You can't take it along with you. And these all have tremendous upfront costs that the artist has to hold on to. The magazine, Forbes, went on to say that even touring is a risk. The upfront costs are so heavy in some cases that most artists don't make 
any money until they're well into the tour, sometimes a full third into their tour. They go into the red Mm -hmm. just to get out on tour, hoping word of mouth will sell tickets to the pack to the back two thirds of the tour. Right, that's insane. Well, that's one reason. Mm-hmm. There's more coming. We have a new affiliate, Ooh. WXZY, Kane, Pennsylvania. We run Sundays at 8 p.m. Yay! So if you're listening to me, it's Sunday at 8 p.m. Kane, Pennsylvania's got about 6,000 people. It's 94 miles east of Erie, Pennsylvania, which, by the way, we have an affiliate there, WMCE, so we have the upper east portion of Pennsylvania well covered. So (laughs) welcome to WXZY Kane, Pennsylvania. Thanks for running the radio show. And if you'd like to, those of you in Kane, PA, go to Facebook, search Rock School Radio Show, click like, like us you really like us back in a minute with more why ticket prices at through the roof here on rock school okay coming out of the break we need a song get us to the bottom of the hour I said I talked to you about what the artists say right. has sent ticket prices through the roof. Dave Matthews. Now, I listen to Dave Matthews when he talks about this because he has gone out of the way to keep his ticket prices low. Okay. He figures out, this is the way he sets his ticket prices, and I found this within my research. He finds out what it takes for the venue per seat to you know, do what they do. Right. And he says if it takes them $30 per seat, he'll tack on $10 or $12 more, which is why his ticket prices are only $40 or $45, oh. which in a world of $70 and $80 ticket prices, it's a healthy drop. But yeah. Dave Matthews makes a whole bunch of money. But then again, Dave Matthews is just a platform, mm-hmm. five guys. But again, he puts on what, like a three and a half hour show? When you walk out, you've got your money's worth. That's what I've heard. But he tours constantly. Mm-hmm. From what I understand, he's off the road, I think, two weeks and then wow. right back on. I'm kidding about the two weeks. But <laughs> yeah, he's he makes his money because he's the new hardest working man in show business. Okay, here's what he says. Dave Matthews claims that the reason the ticket prices are going through the roof is because of Clear Channel communication. Now, you may know Clear Channel as the number one radio ownership company in the United States. Right. And they bother me because of that. But Uh they are also the number one concert promotion industry company Mm -hmm. and number one owner of concert arenas. So they get to set price. Exactly. Well, company didn't like that at all. And they shot back by stating, quote, it is high attendance, not high ticket prices that benefit Clear Channel. More than 100 percent of the ticket price increase in 2002, this is back a while, okay. went to the artists, the company said in the statement. So the artists is are the problem, so say Clear Channel. Uh-huh. Clear Channel sets what it what it needs to make their, you know, their nut at the concert. Okay. But then the artist can charge above that whatever they want, and Clear Channel says the artist is taking more than 100%, i.e. double the amount mm-hmm. of what they need. But they're having to pay for all this stuff to put on an amazing show. So whose fault is it? <laughs> I don't know. Here's Dave Matthews' band. So much to say here in Rock School. I say my hell is the closet I'm stuck inside Can't see the light
All right, coming out of Dave Matthews' band, who says it's all their fault, and they say, no, it's all his fault. By the way, coming out of this little seven days, 70 seconds, I have another person. It's all their fault. <laughs> no, it's all his fault. We'll do that in just a second. But first, my name is Joe Burns. You are? My name Greg Rock. And this is seven days, 70 seconds, something that happened on these rock and roll dates, September 29th all the way through October 5th. Let's start with Monday. Monique has that go. Mm-hmm. September 29th, 1976, enjoying his own birthday celebrations, singer Jerry Lee Lewis accidentally shot his bass player, Norman Owens, in the chest. What? Yeah. Lewis had been blasting holes in an office door. Owens survived, but sued his boss. Yeah, people die around Jerry Lee Lewis. (laughs) September 30, 1967, the UK's first national pop radio station, BBC One, was launched in the UK to take over from the very successful pirate radio stations, which had been forced off air by the government. October 1st, 1977, Elton John became the first musician to be honored in New York City's Madison Square Hall of Fame. October 2, 1967, all six members of the Grateful Dead were busted by California narcotics agents for possession of marijuana at the group's 710 Ashbury Street House, San Francisco, California. That's so surprising. No. October 3rd, 1991, MC Hammer offered a $50,000 reward for the return of Michael Jackson's white glove which had been stolen from the Motown Museum. October 4, 1970, U.S. singer Janis Joplin was found dead at the Landmark Hotel Hollywood after an accidental heroin overdose. And finally, October 5, 1958, Cliff Richards and the Shadows played their first gig together when they appeared at the Victoria Hall, Henley, England. Okay, back to it. Don Henley. Okay. Of the Eagles. It says here, the rise of ticket prices are so sharp that Congress got involved, and Don Henley went and testified before a Senate hearing. What? Okay. I don't remember this either. Apparently, this didn't get a whole lot of Do we have a year on that? I don't have a year on this, but... According to what I have here, Henley was talking with Senator John McCain, Republican Arizona, and he said, quote, I come at my own peril. This unprecedented control by the conglomerates is hurting the music business and the culture. Good for him. Thanks for standing up for us, Don. Now the piece of information that you may not know. The Eagles were the first band to charge over $100 for their shows. They did it on the 1994 Hell Freezes Over Tour. Oh, I remember that. You know what? Don't, don't go stand in front of Congress and talk about rising ticket prices when you were the first one to go into triple digits. Uh-uh. Life in the fast lane. It's the Eagles on Rock School. All right, coming into the second break here on Rock School, let me give you one more person who has found a reason why ticket prices are through the roof. And, you know, the more reasons I give you, the more in my brain it's like, who cares? The reason is immaterial because we still pay the prices. And even though we pay the prices, we continue to pay them. And the prices aren't going to come down until we, the public, state we're not paying these and stop going to these major concerts. Mm -hmm. There are a jillion concerts you can go to. I mean, you go to the Hard Rock Cafe or you can go to, you know, uh, how many local bars where some really nice names do come to. Oh, absolutely. Right. And and there's a water park in Baton Rouge where, I mean, we, my wife and I have talked numerous times about getting season tickets just so the kids can go play in the water. 
serious bands come there mm-hmm. and play, and every, you get that. Oh, yeah, every Saturday in the summer. Right. There's a way to go see these bands without paying this money, and if we as a collective public did that, mm-hmm. I think they... I think they'd have to bring the ticket prices down. The downside of that is Katy Perry would be a group of people on a flat stage. She wouldn't be able to do all that she does. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, Britney Spears would be, you know, a band and an auto tune. That, yeah. that would be all she would be. And that's not really what people want to see. Mm-hmm. So, well, here's another one. Miles Copeland, brother of the police's Stuart Copeland, who now owns Arc 21 Records. He says the rise in... Uh, concert ticket prices, he says, is squarely laid at the feet of the fans. If they would buy the music rather than stealing it, prices for concerts would drop. They took away a major revenue stream. And here's what he points to. When the police were making money, they would charge next to nothing for their concerts because they wanted people to come see them. They felt that's the way they build a fan base. They would charge low prices for their concerts because they made 62% of their money from record sales. Okay. Now, that number is almost nothing Mm -hmm. and has to be totally made up from touring. Of course, they have to pay, you know, a lot. But everybody's got their hand in in their pot. That's true. And all the fees and all of that. So you you run into that trouble. So once again, we have a brand new affiliate, WXZY, Kane, Pennsylvania. Here's a little bit about Kane, Pennsylvania. They're in the Allegheny National Forest. They have an operating drive-in theater. When's the last time you went to a drive-in theater? I want to go. Is that cool? (laughs) Uh, They have something each year called Art in the Woods which would be fun. Mm -hmm. And you're interested, Kane, Pennsylvania, is the black cherry capital of the world. Yum. Ladies and gentlemen, so on up there and grab yourself some black cherries in Kane, Pennsylvania. About Mm 4,000 people live there, and we now, on Sunday nights at 8 o'clock, send them the Rock School radio show. WXZY, thanks for running the show. Back in a minute on Rock School. Okay, coming out of the break, is no one, is no one bucking this trend? Is no major artist not attempting to play to the fans? Well, yes. Matter of fact, a bunch of them are. But I have here one sort of high-profile person who went out on his own and did it recently and is making money. You ever seen Kid Rock live? Mm. No. no, he doesn't do much for you? No. I've never seen him either. However, I know people who have, and it's one of those where they left the concert really shocked at how good the concert was. Oh, okay. And yeah, he has the ability to do dumb stuff, get into fights at waffle houses and things like that. <laughs> but from what I understand, he puts on a decent show. Kid Rock set his ticket prices for his 2013 show tour at 20 bucks. Really? Now dig this. It was a 40-stop summer tour, all seats, wherever you sat, period, 20 bucks. Beer would be $4, and if you purchased your ticket at Walmart, no additional fees. Really? He didn't even allow Ticketmaster to stick their hand in it. So you you shake your head. Did people come? In droves. Absolutely. He literally doubled 
the people walking in the door. It said, I only have a couple of them here. It says here, attendance at some areas and some arenas were up threefold, and he sold out most of the shows. For example, the show in Chicago, the last time he came through, mm-hmm. drew 14,000 people. It drew almost 29,000 this time. Wow. At Twenty-eight or twenty dollars a ticket, four bucks a beer. Uh-huh. Now we also sold T-shirts and things like that, and there were other exactly. concessions. But did he make money? Yes. Oh. As a matter of fact, he made decent money. How? How did he do it? Let me play a kid rock song, and I'll come back. I'll tell you exactly how he did it. He hmm. created one of these things, and he himself states, "I was able to do it because I've got money." Right. And if this failed miserably, yeah, it would have taken a chunk of my money, but I was still able to do it. You know, a little bar right. band would not be able to do this. Mm-hmm. I was able to fail miserably, shake my head and go, well, that stinks. Now I can go back to it. But it worked. Huh. And I'll tell you how it worked in just a minute. Get rock all summer long here on Rock School. Kid Rock all summer long. All right. How did he make money? Mm-hmm. Well, and you asked, why did he sell through Walmart? Right. My assumption is, I don't have that here, but it's just my assumption. Walmart would do what he wanted. Hmm. I'm sure a lot of other ticket sellers said, well, we'll do it, but we're going to add our fee. And he just said no mm-hmm. and said to Walmart, would you do this? And Walmart probably said, well, yeah, we'll take a dollar of the 20 or people are coming here anyway. Right. Or they'll come in and they're in Walmart and we know they're going to buy the ticket. They'll probably pick up six or seven other items. It's impossible to go into Walmart and spend three bucks. <laughs> Once you're in Walmart, you're 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 going to blow 40 bucks. Mm-hmm. There's that's, nothing you can do. Yeah, that's Target for right. me. Right. <laughs> exactly that. So, okay, how do you do it? He made a deal with a company called Love Nation. He and the concert promoter Love Nation, which mm-hmm. is a high-end VIP ticket seller, would simply split everything right down the middle. Merchandise, tickets, concession, profit, everything, period. Wow. It would only work, though, if he got more people in the door. Right. And the only way to get more people in the door? Cut the ticket price. Just that. So Live Nation would be able to sell their premium seat tickets. Now, normally these things are a thousand bucks, twelve hundred dollars. He would only be allowed to sell X number, and they could only be between a hundred and two hundred dollars per show, okay. which again is a, st- a stupid amount of money for what these guys would actually pay, pay at other places. Right. So, yeah. but to see Kid Rock and to go backstage and to shake his hand and meet the band, a mm-hmm. hundred to two hundred dollars. Again, he was able to do it because of his financial risk. And when the whole thing was over, he didn't make buku bucks. But when all was said and done, the band was paid, the roadies were paid, the venues were paid, and he walked away with money in his pocket. And from what he says, it wasn't a substantial amount of money, but he was able to do it. He did what he loved. Right. And he made money off of it. And at $20 a show, let's say he kicks it up now next time. To $25 a show. Just that $5 per person, I'll bet, would make all the difference in the world. Or $30 a show. He's still way under everybody else. Right. And if Walmart becomes a ticket seller, 
that's going to put so much pressure on these other things because Ticketmaster is just obscene mm-hmm. anymore. So, well, there you go. There's some reasons why tickets are the way they are, where it came from, and some interesting information. But I just don't think it's going to change for the major, major acts. To see Bruno Mars, it's $150 a ticket. Right. That's, that's what he is going to ask, and he'll get it mm-hmm. until we, the audience, say, no. Mm-hmm. No more. The problem is we, the audience, say yes. So we're going to finish up. Welcome, WXZY. Hope you enjoy the radio show. We'll see you every Sunday night at 8 p.m. I'm Joe Burns. Monique Gregoire. That'll do it. Class is dismissed.